Have you ever considered the implications of the shortest verse in the Bible, which is, Jesus wept? If the Son of God, one who we believe is God, can be moved to tears, what does that mean for us mere mortals? Today we're going to talk about what those tears of Jesus means for us. Let's go. Now, one of the classic doctrines of some Christians is that God is impassable, and that's just the $10 seminary word that means that God doesn't experience emotional change in any way or that God doesn't suffer. But if we believe that Jesus is God, then verses like this and the entire passion story have got to show that such a belief is at least not completely true. At any rate, it's not a Methodist belief. We believe that God does feel, that God does engage in our emotions with God's own. So today we're going to talk about how Jesus wept at the loss of his friend Lazarus and offered comfort and hope to his friends and family. Now, Jesus invites us to bring our own pain and sorrow to him because he had firsthand experience of the deep pain of loss when he lost his friend Lazarus. This is one of those times, and we get to see this a bunch of times in scripture, but this is one of those times when we get to see Jesus's humanity on full display. So. Bring your pain and sorrow to Jesus because he understands and he empathizes with you. Now, one of the problems here is that we may feel like our pain and sorrow are too much to bear. They're certainly too much for us to bear. Or we might feel that God doesn't really care about our suffering. It's not uncommon for people to feel overwhelmed by their pain and sorrow, especially when it seems to persist and when it gets too much. Sometimes it can feel like God is distant or uncaring in the face of our suffering, leading us to question God's goodness or God's love for us. And I've preached about this before, about how feeling like God is a distant God. But the good news is when we bring our pain and sorrow to Jesus, he meets us with compassion and empathy, and he offers us comfort and healing. The truth is that God is always and has always been with us, even in our darkest moments. God cares deeply about our pain and our struggles. In fact, this is one of the most important messages of the Bible, is that God is a God of compassion and mercy, who understands our pain and who desires to comfort and heal us in our distress. A whole host of scripture testify to this. Psalm 34, 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Uh, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. And in Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty, 30, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And in John 16, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Romans 8, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And finally in 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Look, while we may not always see or understand why we are experiencing suffering, we can trust that God is working in and through our pain to bring about good and to draw us closer to him. In the midst of our struggles, we can turn to God in prayer. We can seek God's comfort and guidance. 
We can ask for the strength to persevere. We can trust in God's love and God's desires for our lives. Moreover, we can find comfort and support in the community of faith where we can share our burdens with others and receive the care and encouragement we need to keep going. That is one of the great benefits of being a part of a community of faith, whether it's being a part of a church or a small group or all of that. We can find that in each other. Through the love and compassion of others, we can experience the healing and restoration that God desires for us as we grow in our faith and in our ability to love and serve others. And the flip side of that is that we too can help others experience healing and restoration and help them grow in faith and their ability to love and serve others. Ultimately, even in the midst of our pain and sorrow, we can have hope and peace, knowing that God is with us knowing that God loves us, and knowing that God is working all things together for our good. And we experience all of this in our relationship with Jesus because we know that Jesus can empathize with us through that pain that he and we share. So the question then becomes, how can we find comfort and healing when we are experiencing pain and sorrow? How can we find that? Well, we can find comfort and healing by turning to Jesus in prayer by seeking support from others who have experienced similar pain and practicing self-care and (laughs) self-compassion. Now, this can look like seeking out a counselor or a therapist. And let me just, as an aside here, say as a Christian, it is okay to see a therapist. Not only is it okay, but it is helpful. Finding a counselor or a therapist does not make you less of a Christian. It might make you more of a rockhead, (laughs) but it doesn't make you less of a Christian. Seeking out all the ways to help you get through whatever it is you're going through, that can only be of God and be helpful. So seeking out a therapist, if you need one, find one. And all of us could use somebody to talk to. Can I get an amen on that? It can also look like taking time away from the world for a bit. Isolating yourself off can sometimes be the thing that you just need to recharge. It can look like hanging out with a whole bunch of friends. Sometimes if you're the extroverted type, You need to be around people to find that healing and that comfort. It can look like binge watching a show that makes you feel a certain kind of way so that you get your emotions going the way you want them to. It can look like sitting in a dark room talking to God. It can look like sitting by a pond talking to God. It can look like walking down the street talking to God. I'm sensing a theme here. It can simply look like talking to God anytime, anywhere. And this can also look like trying to find meaning and purpose in the pain. Now, I want to be real careful here because is there always a meaning behind pain? No, but searching for the answers can be helpful for us. A lot of us, we, we, we're people who want to know things. We need to know. And so trying to find some meaning helps us. Now, it doesn't always help us because if you've heard me do any of these for any length of time, you know that I'm not a everything happens for a reason kind of person. There may be no reasonable meaning behind your pain. And while there may be no reasonable meaning, God is always trying to squeeze the good from the bad. And it is when that happens, when the good is squeezed from the bad of your situation, that the pain that we have can find a purpose. God may not have a reason for the pain because God's not causing the pain, but God can always find a purpose inside of our pain. Now, no matter how we seek out support and self-care during times of pain, we should always remember this one thing, that Jesus is our partner along the way because we've got a shared experience. 
We can trust in God's promises and look to Jesus for hope and strength because he understands. So let us praise God for the comfort and healing offered to us through our relationship with Jesus. And let us turn to Jesus in our pain and sorrow, knowing that he understands and cares for us. Can I get an amen? Amen.